Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me and deciding to spend a little bit of time with me three times a week or all day if you're binge watching these episodes. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about a handful of topics including taxes and why I prefer not to pay them when I'm supposed to. We're also going to talk about the different type of ways you can set up your trading business. So a little bit of a comparison between S-Corps and LLCs. We're also going to talk about writing off losses and I want to make this clear, obviously when it comes to anything tax related, you should consult a tax professional, but when we talk about writing off losses here in the podcast, I'm talking about losses from my investment days, not my trading losses. They are handled differently, Um, so before you jump to some conclusion, um, understand that I'm talking about investment losses from when I was a stock investor a very, 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 very long time ago. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. If you do, remember to hit that like button, subscribe if you're here on YouTube, leave me a review if you're listening to this on, say, iTunes or something of that sort, and of course, share this on social media. Lastly, if you want to get involved in the conversation in the live trading room or just with the best community of traders in the world, make sure you sign up for that risk-free 14-day trial at tier1trading.com. That's www.tier1trading.com. I'll throw a link in the show notes as well, and I look forward to seeing you there. Had a near miss yesterday on a pattern formation here, right? I know a lot of you guys had your eyes on a, a with a bear bat pattern, excuse me. This is one I was stalking as well on tax day, great American tax day. I always wait until the very last minute for taxes. Very last minute. Uncle Sam's gonna get his as late as he possibly can. <laughs> Every last minute, yeah. And my 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 accountant says the same thing uh each each year. She's like, "Don't you want to pay quarterly?" No. <laughs> "Don't you want to pay quarterly estimates?" No. I'm not giving them nothing until I have to. <laughs> no, I don't want to pay quarterly estimates. No. It was it was funny because I you know you grow up and like tax day was a big day you get your refund and all that stuff and then my dad was the one that really schooled me on stuff for my dad was he was the one that told me like like you realize when you get a refund that just means that the government took more than they should have from you and I was like oh I thought it was just free money he's like no they just took more from you and got a, a interest free loan 
throughout the rest of the year. And I was like, oh, hey, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. So ever since then, I've, and he's adapted to philosophy. His goal is to his goal is to break even on tax day. If he can get if if he can be completely break even, then he he's done everything the right way. That means he gave up no no free loans, right? So my goal, my my philosophy, and I don't know if it's the best one to have or not, but my philosophy has always been the same. That's why I don't I don't like paying quarterly. I'm not I'm not going to estimate how much you should take from me because what if I estimate wrong, right? I'd much rather have my philosophy is always this, just in business, right? Cash on hand is important for me. Why, why do you think cash on hand is important? Especially in what I do. I'm a trader and a real estate investor. Cash on hand is important. Because as an investor, what, what, what can cash do for you? What can you do with cash? I got these big hands, all this cash. Yeah, as an investor... Cash is what produces you more cash, right? My, my mindset is always this, right? Money, my money works for me, right? Great quote from uh, The Richest Man in Babylon, that book, great book, especially if you guys are new to investing or if you have maybe kids or people that are not, um, they're not really number people. Richest Man in Babylon, great book on investing. Reminds me of Basic Economics by Thomas Sowell, where it's more of a story than like a book full of numbers. Great, 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 great. But he said, make money, make your money your slave, right? Touchy word, I know, but make your money your slave. It means your money works for you, right? Your money should work for you. My money has one purpose, to make more money. Go out there, money. You come back with more of you, Right. I send my money out. My money goes up there and makes some friends and comes back towards me. So cash on hand is always key for me because I can invest it. I can put it into the market and make some return. <laughs> Nick said I pimp my money out. <laughs> Again, reminds me of an old deaf comedy jam skit where uh, Chris Tucker was pretending to be Mike talking about Michael Jackson being a pimp. But we can't make Michael Jackson jokes right now. So we're going to leave that away. Go get my money. But yeah, cash on hand, I can invest it in the markets. And if I'm doing my job in the markets, my cash is going to create more cash, right? I can invest it in a property. I can invest it in a business. And what do you think that's going to do for me? What is that cash going to do? Is it going to sit there and drain? Maybe if it's a bad investment, but that's up to me to make a good investment call. No, it's going to create more money, right? So I love cash on hand because it will create more cash on hand, right? My, the way I see it, if I'm paying the government quarterly, all I'm doing is limiting, limiting the amount that I can invest, which limits the amount of income I can produce. Does that make sense? If I've got $20,000... Right, that I can invest in something, but I decide to give the government ten just because. Right now, I only have ten thousand dollars. I can invest in something that essentially cuts my return on investment in half. Why? I'll just give it to you all at the end when it's all said and done. I don't want to get some back and be like, "Hey, you gave too much." I just cut off my own foot by doing that. Yeah, so I've always, I never believed in the quarterly. Um, I just, I never. I mean, that's just. 
it didn't make sense to me. I, I, I understand people don't want to pay the big, um, the, the, the big bulk amount at the end, but if you're financially responsible, right? For any of you guys, uh, business owners or entrepreneurs have your own business or have, even if you're like an independent contractor, that counts, right? Something where you're not getting taxed, right? What, what should you be doing anyway with, with your money? Do you spend it all right away? No, you typically put some aside for a rainy day, obviously, but you put some away aside for taxes, right? Taxes and emergency. So you should be doing that anyway if you're, if you're a smart business owner. And so it's not a big deal because at the end of the year, you have that, that fun available where it's like, okay, well, I know taxes is coming up. I got to pay on April 15th. Let's make sure my account's right. And then when you actually get the number, you just pull it out of there. Ooh, yeah, self-directed IRA, so it's tax deferred. I remember I did, when I was looking at IRAs, I did, um, what was it? Because the, the business one, you can, you can, um, you could put more in the business one. The cap on how much you could put in the business one is higher than the personal one. So many ways, but yeah. So take that, Uncle Sam. Get it last minute. Hope he's not listening. But all right, let's go down to a uh, lower time from here on the pound dollar let's go down to the, the day trading time frames yeah there's so yeah see i i was thinking about that i preferred to keep an llc just because of the i don't like with with the s corp you've gotta you've gotta pay yourself with, with some consistency um i'm really i don't know the word i i really I'm inconsistent with how I pay myself. Like I don't pay myself unless I need to pay myself. So with LLC, it's a little bit easier because you, you can just do owner um, owner distributions. Where yeah, if you're an S corp, you have to draw a salary. Now I suppose you can always just reinvest that salary, but I've always felt like it's a different a different different step. Yeah, and, and I did that because in, in trading, you know, you guys understand in trading. Um, this was before the real estate business. In in trading, um, because I was a swing trader. It, it there was no consistency in when I was drawing a salary, if that makes sense. Like I'd have really good months and then I would have months of drawdown. And in the drawdown months, I didn't want to draw a salary while I'm losing money. So like I only want to draw a salary when I made money and it was, you know, that's one of the reasons I decided to go with an LLC or stay with an LLC. Um, but Mark, uh, you guys remember Mark Sedlock at all from, from uh, the other company? Because he, he, he set his up as an S-Corp. And he was telling me about, again, the, some of the, the benefits of doing it. So it, it all depends on what you want. Again, for me, it was just being a trader. I didn't expect to have a consistent salary. Um, so I didn't want to be in the position where I had to kind of pay myself a consistent salary just because I never knew. Sounds bad, but you, you, never, you never know when that money's going to come in. Um, and when I started, I didn't, you know, I, I, there, wasn't, there wasn't enough to kind of just continuously take stuff out but I'm, I'm real sporadic with how i pay myself it really depends on what my goals are um but i prefer not if i don't have to i prefer not to pay myself but yeah the benefit pros and cons consult a business professional to see what works which works best for you yeah as a trader it's tricky yeah yeah now with a now 
With the real estate business, it would be a lot easier because that's more, I mean, that's inconsistent as well, but it's more consistent, especially the more properties you have. So that one would make sense, that one, um, for the real estate business. But for a trader, yeah, it was, it was weird. I'm like, I'm not that consistent. By the way, I think I, 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 think I have one year left of, I, I, I'm still claiming losses from my early trading days, guys. You know that? I think I have one year left. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, because you, you can only claim so much a year. I think you can only claim, I think it's like 3,000 a year. I think it was 3,000, right? So it'll, it'll, it'll give you, uh, <laughs> I believe it's 3,000, yeah. Um, so I've been, I've been claiming them for years. <laughs> I had a lot of losses in the beginning. <laughs> But I think she says this is my final year. Next year is my final year. I don't know if it's smart. I, I forgot all about it. But it's, she. That's, this is why you pay a professional. It helps. I'll tell you that. All right. Lower time frame, pound, pound dollar. Uh, we'll get not, not too much here. We're going to get some of the minor pairs a little bit later, which are more appetizing. I know Cadian was on my radar. Uh, but really not much here at the pound dollar. So let's kind of let's start moving through these pairs a little bit quicker let's go to um euro euro yen jabbing along here yeah i, I believe it's three it's, it's either 3k a year or that i think that's the max um again i'll let her it's either 3k a year that's what she broke it down to um to get it all off the table but i think it, i think it was 3k yeah you, you can't just write all i mean if you lose twenty thousand in a year you can't just write it all off at the same year, at least here you can't. It's kind of like, um, you know, like when you make uh, like improvements and stuff for 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 houses. Um, like you can't write everything. You, you gotta write certain parts of it off per year. Yeah, so you can't you can't do everything on in one year here. Probably because people would. I mean, shoot, there'd be a lot of traders getting some refunds or something like that. You, <laughs> you can write off the whole thing. Here you can just minimum years. Wow. I think I prefer to have it a little bit each year. When you're when you end up paying taxes, all right, you're again, Dan.